0: and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
1: Savings based on cost of Consumer cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
2: Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast Magical Rewind.
3: You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter.
2: And the Cheetah Girls movies.
3: Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies
2: happen so kick back grab your popcorn and join us listen to magical rewind on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts brought to you by state farm like a good neighbor state farm is there
3: hey it's danielle will and writer from pod meets world thanks to our friends at hyundai we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only wait for it boy meets, boy meets world house. house
2: take a listen
3: are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the 7 years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out?
4: I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> the, the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right, doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. Disciplining you.
5: <laughs> in Amazing. some way.
4: This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Welcome to today's edition of the Rush Limbaugh Show podcast.
6: Well, it is great to see you on a Monday. If if you missed me saying it last week, when I had the privilege of guest hosting and the pleasure, uh, Merry Christmas again. Hope you had a good Christmas. Hope you had a meaningful Hanukkah. Hope things are going well. We have so much to cover today, but the first thing I want to do is let everybody know uh, Mr. Limbaugh will be back right after the first of the year, as always. You know, this is his normal vacation time between Christmas and New Year's. And this year in particular, with the health stuff and everything else, the timing is perfect. So he's going to be back uh, right after New Year's weekend. Just wanted to let you know that is what's going on this is the normal time sometimes we forget a very powerful show uh, last week with rush and uh tons of information and calls and comments and but remember this is his normal vacation time and i'm thrilled to be talking to you again because we have so much to cover today on the rush limbaugh show on the eib network uh, we've got the COVID update. We've got the election update. We've got the updated update of the updation. That's coming as well. And something I want to talk about, and this is something we talked about in our meeting this morning. And uh, we just had a, it was such a powerful conversation. We were talking about, it's amazing that our country is what it is even after a year like 2020 what's holding our country together and everybody had their different thoughts and opinions and and of course we want to get yours at 800-282-2882 and you could call in any time today we're kind of you know it's kind of kind of loose today it's we definitely want to hear what you have to say of course You know what I learned over 2020 uh, besides the fact that if you don't normally eat cookies and then you have 11 homemade Christmas cookies by the Italian woman that works with your wife, you have them all at once, about an hour later, you're on a psychedelic trip because it's not just a, it's, it's, I don't know what you put in the cookies But these are handcrafted Italian cookies. And every year, see, where my wife, where everybody likes my wife, where she works, it's not not the same for me. (laughs) Come on now, you conservatives know what I'm talking about. So my wife always comes home with just a trunk load of stuff. So we put our gifts under the tree. And then there's all these other gifts. I was what's that? Oh, that's from so-and-so at work. And that's so... She gets more gifts than are under the entire tree. But a lot of the people are like, oh, I made these Italian cookies for your husband. I made this for your family. I made this. So I try to be healthy, but it's just been... That's just been a... It's been a great Christmas. It's a little weird because it was cold and then warm. We have sunshine here in central PA. One of the epicenters of the... Fraudulent vote, stolen election. We'll talk about that coming up. But being serious about the question, it, it has more to do, uh, it's not just cookies. What I learned this year was who puts America first versus who puts themselves first? And you, you can apply that metric everywhere. You can apply it not only to politicians, but, you know, I was thinking about neighbors and friends, current and former, and how they talked about the greatness of America. How they talked about what's going on now. Did they talk about it through the lens of propaganda, which is another thing I can't wait to talk about today. We're going to have a propaganda update, and I will show you incredible proof of how there's like one or two lines of a narrative and they just get pounded all day long. And you'll hear and see that again. But what we learned during this, and you could call it a crisis, we have two big crises going on now, in my humble opinion. And then it, you can add in the, the, the further crises that have been created by this. For example, all the people that are out of work and the small businesses and the puppet control of the Mask Nazis. So we had the COVID pandemic, which just hurt everyone across the world at some level. Then we had the way it was framed, which hurt people even more. And then of course, we have, in my opinion, we have a stolen election. So the question is, how in the world does this country stay together? together? What is that glue? And I think the glue is you. You're the glue. Uh, can we get that as a bumper sticker? Okay. You are the glue. No, seriously. It's certainly not, le- let's face it, it's not the news networks. They're not holding the country together. It's it's not uh, Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood goes out of its way to, I mean, they put a chisel on the country, and then they bang it with a hammer. <laughs> Soon as they see groups that were intentionally separated, that are not supposed to get along. I mean, you remember the list we got when President Donald J. Trump recently reelected you may a few weeks ago. You remember the list we got at the very beginning. Well, you know, here's a list of people that aren't gonna vote for Trump. And they listed all these people. And when that those groups get together and go, Wow, you and I have a lot in common. I know. I mean, Trump is making America great again. High five. Um, the media, the news media can't stand it. Hollywood can't stand it. Political parties will not tolerate it. I mean, you, you think you're getting targeted on social media because you question something about COVID or you question something about the, le- the election? <laughs> How'd you like to be a first-year congressman You get to Washington, you're all, you know, you're all psyched up. You got a copy of the Constitution in your pocket. This is great. This is going to work like a well-oiled machine. We're going to have lively debate. It's going to be truthful. I can't wait to embrace freedom and represent my district. No, that's not how it works. Here's how it works. Welcome to Congress. Shut up and do what you're told. And if you're good... For the first several terms, we'll put you on some committees and we'll help you raise money. And if not, we'll bury you. We will bury you. We'll shame you. We'll embarrass you. We'll exploit you. So, obviously, that organization is not holding us together. Because the one time we asked our local state assemblies and our congressmen and women, and you know who the people are that put America first. You know, if you listen to this show, you know. You know who's bringing their A-game to the crises facing America now. You know who's fighting for you. You know who says, there's something wrong with this election, and I'm not going to certify it because I cannot, with my heart and my mind, certify what is now considered a fraudulent election. And then there's the people that are saying, Oh, man, I don't feel like fighting. I just want to get a good committee gig. I got two beach homes to pay for. <sighs> How am I going to raise money if that one person in my community, that one business person, she she hates Trump. She's never going to raise money for me again. Blah, blah, blah. Never thought I'd do that on the Rush Limbaugh show. I never thought I'd say blah, blah, blah. But I just did. Something else we're going to crack open is something that happened over the weekend And the report finally dropped. I'm holding it in my hand. And I will say, I think I can say this. We are on very short notice attempting to get Sidney Powell on the show. She's been on this show before. As you know, she has spoken to Rush. I had the honor of speaking to her as well. We're going to try to get her back on because there's been a lot of changes over the weekend. There's been some updates with the election. But this report is a shocker. I am reading it. This report, this is what it says on the top. It's uh, 27 pages long, so chances are no one in media will ever read it. Usually media does like, you know, they, they, they do like a couple points. That, that's why, you wonder why you're so misinformed by the media. They don't do research. They just repeat things. We do research. We have to. Conservatives are held to a higher standard. We have to do the research. We have to do the report. We're the people that say, go to my Facebook page. You can download the report. Go to this link. You can get the executive order. Download this. Here's the video from that. The mainstream news media, they just say, you know darn well that the earth is square and Trump's a Russian agent that eats puppies. You know it. And if you don't, I'll embarrass you until you believe it. So we have this report, which I'll be highlighting. Uh, Basically, it establishes foreign interference in the United States 2020 elections. And you might be saying, well, what is this all about? This is something else the media hasn't really told you much about. The people on President Trump's team have. Those of us in talk radio has. The EIB network has. But most mainstream news media is staying away from this because it makes President Trump look much more in control and much more concerned about the American people than he's being portrayed as being. It is the executive order on imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in the United States election. So what we're going to do is we're going to explain how this executive order, which President Donald J. Trump signed in September of 2018, Connects with the report I'm holding in my hand, which has a lot of people concerned, a lot of people concerned. Put it this way. I would not like to be anyone in America right now that had anything to do with a fraudulent vote or a Dominion computer or stealing an election. I would not want to be those people. And I'll go one step further. If you read this report and you conclude after this report, like Pat Toomey said way too early because he had his his script and his narrative like many, many establishment people have. Long ago, they said nothing to see here, nothing to see here. If you read this report and say nothing to see here, then you're either, you don't read English because it is in English, the version I have, or... Or you're okay with a stolen election. So this is why 2020 is the most important year in the history of the United States. Because in two weeks, and we're going to name names and talk radio, you can bet. That's what we do. We're going to give you the facts. We're going to name names. In two weeks, we will find out the people in our government who care enough about you to say Hold on a second. This doesn't look right. We need to make sure we have the facts before we ram Joe Biden down your throat. And then you'll find out the people that are, look, just shut up. We don't like Trump anyway. I can't wait. And I can't wait to talk to you coming up on The Rush Limbaugh Show. We'll be right back. This is The Rush Limbaugh Show. Rush is on vacation, as always, between Christmas and New Year's, planning on a return just after the New Year's weekend. So I guess that would be next week. Good news there on the EIB network, 800-282-2882. My name is Ken Matthews. I'm recovering again uh, from what I didn't think would be so severe. Uh, I've got to get a test for it, something to do with cookies, but I just ate way too much. And gosh, I know that's a cliche, but I just did. We had so many wonderful meals and I was blessed. My my sons and my wife and I were all together over the holidays. And today was kind of interesting because uh, I normally come into work a little later because I do an afternoon show in central Pennsylvania here in in the epicenter of Scamville with the votes From three to six, and I normally come in a little later. So, but today I got to see my oldest. My wife's working today. My oldest is working today. My youngest is off. He's sixteen. So I actually, my my oldest son and I crossed in the hallway a few times, and he is really a zombie in the morning. I had no idea. I had no idea. And by the way, he's uh, taller than me now, so I have an issue with that. Now that he's taller than me, so that's something else I had to deal with. So you think you had a tough week yet? 800-282-2882. 800-282-2882. Uh, I am going to break this report open. And then we are going to take some calls from around the country, including Nashville. First of all, let me say I am so happy to hear that no one was seriously injured in the blast in Nashville. We'll touch on that a little bit later. That That is a story that's unfolding right now. But when we talk about what's holding our country together... Uh, as I mentioned in the first segment, it's not who you think it would be. You know, we we uh we are Americans, so we don't immediately look to the handlers or the people in charge. Because we're Americans, if you think back to and I'm gonna I'm gonna juxtaposition this with a little later. There was an article in the BBC which is so ridiculous I have to share it with you. I don't know what it is about the BBC, but they think they're all that in a bag of chips, and uh, they ain't. And I I have to share it with you, because it talks about how to converse with people like us. Yeah. People that believe in constitutional freedom, people that question the government, people that think you determine your own future, your own destiny people that are like America yeah and and the BBC of all people you know what I think it is and I, gosh this is so petty but maybe it's me i am getting older maybe the maybe britain still ticked off about you know what happened in the 1700s i mean i would be let's face it <laughs> they were on their way to locking us down they could have locked us down like a blue state governor and we said It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. But they're still trying to do it. Yeah, they're just backdooring it. They're going through all different organizations, like the World Health Organization or whatever. But it's funny how they talk about it. They just, they know instinctively who's crazy and who isn't over in that wacky BBC run by a royal family, uh, the same bloodline for how many years? A million? 800-282-2882. So I think the American people are what's holding this country together. Just like all the money that America has, it's from us. Give yourself a round of applause when you see a new building go up, going up in Washington, or a, a fancy walnut ceiling in some grand meeting place of the senators. You paid for it. Thank you. Yes. So we we not only support america we drive america and when you when you start looking at the minutiae of it you see that the government doesn't produce anything we do we are the ones with the true understanding of the declaration of the uh, of independence Uh, The Constitution of the United States We're the ones with that understanding. Obviously, people in news media, people uh, in certain parties and in establishment strongholds, they don't have that attitude. We're attitude. Our attitude is we'll get through this. We'll get through this with our neighbors and our friends and our family. And we'll do this and we'll do that. Look at what happened in 2020. And look at how we're still going strong. And the number's 800 One of the one of the reasons I think uh, the BBC is so condescending to people uh, of a conservative ilk. And I think there's and I think there is a chip on the shoulder with some of the elitist in Britain because I don't believe, And I still think this is the case around the world. And and this is why I think America is the envy, even now, of countries around the world and people and leaders around the world. I don't think they can wrap their head around that we have that constitution and that Declaration of Independence. And it does say the government of the people, by the people, for the people. This is something that most countries have no concept of. It isn't that way in the U.K., And all you have to do is look at their current criminal situation, their crime, uh, the COVID situation, and their economic situation, and then just, just take your cursor and slide over to the EU, and you'll see it, that the less control the population has directly with their destiny and their government, the worse off you are. And most people just don't understand. They don't. Get that whole concept. If you are from a country where there's a king or a premier, or it's the same family for the last however many years, or you're from a country where your vote is different than someone in the elite clique, then you cannot understand how a bunch of us can show up in Washington, D.C. and be heard on January 6th. Now the people that do understand it in these countries, as you go around the world, and the UK is a wonderful example, along with France and Spain and Australia, and of course the news media will not show you this. There are massive uprisings in those countries against the economic policies of the governments, the leftist policies of the governments, but more importantly, this is where so many of us have so much in common. Regarding the COVID thing from London to Sydney, Australia, people are protesting this ridiculous uh, mask mandate, these mask mandates. It's ridiculous. So part of it is a lot of people don't know enough about us if they're looking in from the outside and then they see it. And it's almost hard. Think about if you were raised in a country that in the early stages of that country's development was dominated by communism or socialism like still so many are now I mean socialism is the driving force now in too many parts of the western world from Canada to Spain to I mean we, we have a socialist pope I say we meaning the world there's this one pope at the moment and he's a socialist borderline communist oh you're not allowed to say that you're going to get banned! Too late, I already am. 800-282-2882. It's the Rush Limbaugh Show. So the question is, uh, what do you think is holding this country together on December 28th, 2020? Let's go to the phones. Duluth, Minnesota, this is Van. Van, welcome to the Rush Limbaugh Show.
7: Hi, Mr. Matthews. Thanks for taking my call. Hello?
6: Yes. What do you What do you think is holding us together? What uh, do you think
7: it is? The fact is? that we still have a working constitution. The fact that we're going to get rid of a would-be dictator, despot, autocrat, Donald J. Trump, who tried to steal the election. In fact, is wow. continuing to try to steal the election.
6: Okay. Okay. Are you
7: uh, going finally, to? Can finally, I finally you, signed,
6: Van, can I ask you to stop just long enough to stop with the talking points and give me one fact? That President Donald Trump tried to steal this election.
7: Oh, he he just he just did with uh, by try to stop the payments on the COVID relief. He wanted to. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa,
6: whoa, hold on a second, Van, Van, again. Okay. No, no, I don't. No, I want you to tell me. You just said he is a despot, he's a dictator, and he tried to steal the election. And I said, and I said what I say to every liberal that repeats. What Don Lemming says on CNN, I say: Do you have one fact?
7: Yes, he he tried to extort the Republicans down in Georgia, pretty much saying he you know by by holding up that holding up the funds, he was going to jeopardize those two Senate seats for the Republicans for his own self. That explain explain that explain it. He he was trying to work over Mitch McConnell to uh, investigate further the, the ridiculous innuendos of, uh, a crimin- of, of crimes being committed uh, to get Biden over the, the line.
5: They're okay, so
6: so let me happen. ask you this. you Your premise is that there was no election fraud. Not
7: enough right? to do anything. There's, election so, fraud is almost zero. There's okay, zero so uh, problem, really.
6: that's when I have to say thank you for calling, Van. You see, now, once you get to that point, just like whether you're Senator Toomey or you're Chris Christie or you're Mitch McConnell, once you get to the point on December 28th, 2020, and you say something like that, there's not enough fraud here to even be an issue. I mean, there's no election fraud. Then uh, there's a problem with your, the way you look at reality. See, if you want it, if, if Van said, well, we've counted all the votes here in uh, Duluth, Minnesota, and Biden was the legal winner. But Van can't say that. You know why? Because they won't let us do it in Minnesota. Just like in Pennsylvania, they won't give us the Dominion machines. Just like in Arizona, we had to get how many subpoenas? My theory is a simple one. If you've won the ball game. And somebody says, we think there was some cheating on that play in the third quarter. Can we see the replay? And you say, no way. You're not suppressing my ability to watch football. No, we just want to see the replay because we think something was amiss. And you may not have won the Super Bowl. And you say, we did. And then you destroy the replay tapes. Well, then you're just a moron, right? If you were to destroy the tapes. If you were to say to 1,142 sworn witnesses with a deposition risking jail for perjury, 1,100-plus of your fellow Americans, you're all full of it. And plus, I don't even want to see your evidence. Then you have no credibility. At least not with me. Not with me. I mean, I just just... And when you open your conversation with, we're getting rid of a dictator and a despot, and you totally ignore that Joe Biden is under indictment in Ukraine, it's like. Dude, 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 that was a fun call, though. I enjoyed that. So we are looking for legitimate, I mean, I think we're looking for legitimate uh, people to comment on this what's holding america together but i think it is the fact that we still have communication lines open between each other as much as the mainstream news media tries to keep you and van from hearing the truth van in minnesota a name that no never will be forgotten van in minnesota yes the van man (laughs) mr trump's a dictator Obviously, Van has never lived in a country with a dictator before. But here's what dictators do. <clears throat> dictators order social media to do what they say. Remember when Obama did that? Yeah. Dictators call CBS and say, I don't like that story. I don't want you talking about Susan Rice anymore. Don't you report on Benghazi. That's the behavior of a dictator. Dictator. When a conservative says, open it all up, release the classified documents, release the phone calls. I don't care what you call me on Twitter. I've seen it all. But then the Democrats say, you're not allowed on Twitter. You're not allowed on Facebook. We're not going to cover this. It's none of your business what's in the vaccine. All that stuff is very dictatorial. I think the real issue here With this stolen election is to pay close attention to who is willing to listen and review the evidence and who shut down that opportunity weeks ago. You want to find out who puts America first? The person who, when someone comes to them and says, I think this is broken. We should take a look at it. And they say, oh, my God, you're right. It is broken. Hold on a second, people. This is broken. We need to fix it. Versus it's not broken. You're just a dumb idiot, conspiracy theorist, voter American. You're not as smart as Pat Toomey or Miss McConnell. That ain't broken. Fraud. What fraud? We'll be right back. Hey, thank you uh, again for tuning in to the Rush Limbaugh show. Rush is on vacation, as always, between Christmas and New Year's. And he's going to be back Right after the first of the year. So I think the first of the year is Friday, so it would not surprise me if Rush is back ready to rock on Monday. But that's the plan. Just wanted to give you a heads up. My name's Ken Matthews. I'm thrilled that you're tuning in. The phone lines are open, as always. We're talking about a few things. Uh, I want to go back just a moment. We're talking about what holds our country together. I happen to believe it's the American people. And then if you the the ripples in that, it ripples out to the American people that love freedom or the american people that love god or the american people that respect and love each other but at the end of the day it's the american people and you know it was interesting i was who was i talking to last night oh my gosh i talked to too many people over the weekend but i was going to rest my voice because i knew i had uh, russia's show and a lot of you that if you speak for a living you know that when the weather gets really cold and then it's kind of warm and that really cold sometimes your voice can get all crackly so sometimes we rest our voice and uh, but I kept things kept happening over the weekend in the news, and I I would either get really stoked, and I'd have to call someone, dude, are you stoked? Yeah, I'm stoked, stoked, stoked. Or I'd get really ticked off. Can you believe this? <laughs> yeah, I know this is but so I totally didn't shut up. I know that's hard to imagine, but I didn't shut up most of the weekend. But I had a great time, and hope you did. Uh, I want to go back to the executive order from 2018. Now, why is this important? Uh, I'll explain it briefly. And we are waiting for Sidney Powell. Hope, now, this was not set up ahead of time. So if she doesn't come on the show today, that's okay. She's not dodging us. It's just we waited till the last minute because as soon as I saw this report, I got all excited. And I said to Mr. Snurdly, we got to get Sydney on. We got to get her on. And as soon as he figured out what I said, he, he got in touch with her. September 2018, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, declared a national emergency to address the threat of foreign interference in the United States election based on findings that the ability of people outside the U.S. to interfere with or undermine public confidence in the election, including through... Unauthorized accessing of election and campaign infrastructure or the covert distribution of propaganda and disinformation constitutes an unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security and foreign policy of the United States. Now, that's just the first part of it. It's a little longer than that, but that's the meat of it. That's the gist of it. The national emergency that was signed in, Executive Order 13848, if you want to look it up, 13848, persists today. And we now have a report, I'm holding it in my hand, that clearly defines foreign interference and also fraud. But more importantly, this is the foreign interference in the United States 2020 elections as defined by this executive order. Now, just to give you an idea of how far ahead of the curve President Donald J. Trump was, this includes infrastructure and cybersecurity and covert propaganda, which we're going to be talking about in the next hour. There's just some really neat things that... uh, I, I found an old book of mine... That I had not read since college, and it was written in 1962. The name of the book is, and I hope you don't mind, but I like every time I read a good book, I feel compelled to share it. Uh, propaganda: The Formation of Men's Attitudes by Jacques Ellul. Jacques Ellul, he's French, and despite that, I even read it, but I just reread it over the weekend. And you could, it, everything in that book is happening today, literally today. You go back to 2018, President Trump was made aware of the vulnerabilities in our election. And instead of trying to exploit them, he said, We got to stop this. We have to make sure that no one can strike. At the heart of our republic, nobody can alter our vote. And we're not just talking about throwing votes in the trash and dead people voting because uh, that's standard fare for Democrats in Philadelphia. You know, I was thinking about that, too, because so many dead people vote in Philadelphia. Maybe that's why their policies are all messed up, because how informed can you be if you're dead? And your vote, it, look at, I, you know what I mean? And look at their mayor, for goodness sake. In Philadelphia. Or look at our governor, Governor Wolf. Or look at Newsom. Bunch of dead people vote in uh, California, too. So, coming up, we're going to break out, so you know, as you head into the exciting new, hopefully, three-day week for you, if you have vacation. Election machines and software used by most voters across the country have been proven to be compromised. Individuals and firms that are foreign or have substantial foreign ties own or control each of the vendors this election system appears to have been intentionally and purposely designed with inherent errors to create systemic fraud and influence election results now the reason this is exciting because democrats think everything is systemic so maybe that's the one word that'll leap out on them and they'll go oh my god systemic who's a racist today wait a minute this says if the election is stolen don't give me this i don't want to read this i don't want to be held responsible for the truth this is the Rush Limbaugh Show. We'll be right back. Still to come on the Rush Limbaugh Show, more of your calls, and they've been great so far. Thank you. 800-282-2882. Also a COVID update, and we'll uh, we'll look a little deeper into the uh, relief bill that magically got signed, and then who knows what's going on. We'll find out. We'll explain it to you. There's something about the timeline That will amaze you on this particular bill. Also coming up, what holds our country together in your opinion? What is that? I don't know. The special sauce? The glue? I think the glue is you.
8: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com news. That's lifelock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
0: Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose.
9: GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community.
0: Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God.
9: Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.
4: When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another health care provider. That's HealthLock.com. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year a little bit early.
6: Rush is planning to be back uh, right after the first of the year next week. And it's great to be here, as always. I hope you had a meaningful Hanukkah, a wonderful Christmas. I know the Prime Minister uh, in the UK uh, pretty much canceled Christmas for a third of the UK. And now he's looking to lock down the entire country on Boxing Day. And uh, Mark Stein can give you an in-depth analysis of what Boxing Day is. I still don't know what it is. I still think I need gloves. But anyway, uh, that's how it is around the country and around the world with the panic pandemic. It's a pandemic of panic. It's a increase of tests, and it's an exaggeration of deaths. That's not saying it's not real. You know... Sadly, car accidents are real. Yet, most of the time, you can't even find a parking space. Everybody keeps driving. Why? Why does that even happen? They should never drive again. Have you seen the numbers? It's terrible. So we have a COVID update coming up. I want to share that with you. And I want to talk briefly on the Rush Limbaugh show today about what is holding our country together I want you to talk more about it because I think you're holding the country together. I opened the show today speaking with the fact that the people we have looked to for years, especially this year, 2020, where the vision has become crystal clear. How ironic it's 2020. We now see everyone for who they are. We now see who wants to put America first, who wants to put themselves first? We now see who is angry and concerned about a stolen election and who is just saying, oh, be quiet and get on with your life. And the people we've looked to for guidance, they haven't given us guidance. They've given us alternatives and ultimatums and bad alternatives We look to, in Pennsylvania, our governor for guidance, our health administration, just like people counted on Cuomo and that clown de Blasio in New York. Who would have thought so much of our country could be brought to its knees, literally and figuratively, with just 10 months of hardcore, nonstop propaganda, banned information Censored news and incorrect data and scare tactics. I would have thought it would have taken more. No, seriously. I thought it would have taken more. I thought I would have thought there would have have to, to have been armored vehicles coming in from a foreign nation. No, they didn't have to come in. They didn't have to come in in a tank. They came in through the Internet. The Internet that was connected to the Dominion software machines in key swing states... That the Dominion people said didn't happen, but hundreds of sworn witnesses said did. Yep, this is where we are. But let's go to this relief stimulus bill, which was so much more than that. It was a piece of garbage. And again, it's 5,800 pages long, and I only read about 40 pages, but I read enough to realize that this is the same garbage that The swamp dwellers have forced on us for decades, and this is why I'm thrilled we are where we are now because it's a chance now for Trump to expose this even further. Let me explain briefly what I mean, and then we're going to get back to the phones. The president did sign this. He signed the relief bill, and Democrats are applauding and blah, 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 and the media is all whatever. But what it means is he avoided a partial government shutdown and he continued financial aid for you if you need financial aid. The rest of it is garbage. But I have to say he has his back up against the wall and I thought that was good leadership. And the reason I think it was did you want to go in to the election runoff and the exposing of the stolen election having just cut off aid to people you care about and so this is i'd like to say it's a chess game but i do think that i think most of the time president trump is chess and people on the left are checkers and now let me just say i'm not a good chess player at all i don't even play checkers that well But when you drill into this bill, you see it's the same garbage that happens year after year after year in Washington, D.C. And it goes something like this. Well, since most of the year we don't do anything but fundraise, I guess this last few weeks we should try to put a budget together. Then they put the budget together and, you know, both sides have a lot of pork. Me, 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 I, I, I. Re-election, re-election. This year, we really needed our Democrats and Republicans, congressmen and senators to be on their game. Because mostly Democrats throughout the, the, the country shut down the economy. And we do have people that are struggling. And we have entire sectors of our economy that were devastated. So we really need, in other words, how can I say this nicely? The when we need you in Congress and the Senate, you let us down. The few times that Americans, the majority of us, look to you to do your six-figure job with full benefits that was never interrupted during COVID. You didn't get a pay cut during COVID. Nobody said. Yeah, stay home a couple of weeks. I'm sorry. We just don't have the work. It's the, it's the lockdown. Besides the governor's in Florida at his other house. So we can't give him to weigh-in on it. So the one time we needed you this year, we needed you to put America first. And I'm talking to congressmen and women. I'm talking to senators. I've never seen the government of the United States, in particular the political aspect of it, so underestimate the power of the American people. There are people out there that do not believe there was election fraud. There are people out there that are comfortable with wearing a mask until 2025. But every year, the Congress waits to the last minute. And then they give you Not you. Well, technically it is us because we, it's our money. They wait till the last minute, the leaders of the House and the Senate and the leaders of the party, they wait till the last minute and they go, here's your four foot stack of paper. You need to sign it by seven o'clock tonight, Uh, but it's five. I know, but you need to sign it. The leader says sign it, but I can't even read it yet. I can't. Sign it or you're in trouble. Every year, it's the same thing. And every year, the men and women that have the courage not to, like my friend Congressman Scott Perry, or not to be a fanboy, but Tulsi Gabbard keeps doing things that I like, she signed it for the exact same reason. And then she had the courage, like Americans are doing, all over the censored and banned internet to say, I'm not signing this. I didn't even have time to read it. There's a bunch of junk in here. See, that's the truth. That's the reality. That's not political. And that's what America is. That's why we're holding it together. And politicians aren't. People that are political. If you're using a political filter for your decisions, you are worthless to me. You have no value to me, Mitch McConnell. If you're saying, oh, how is this going to affect my, uh, my time at the zoo in the turtle pen? Oh, that was so, that, that was poor taste. Let me just say that it was Rush Limbaugh that started the turtle name of Mitch McConnell, which I think is hysterical. But if you're using a political filter, I'm still trying to figure out why the Congress of the United States, both sides, can't get a budget in on time. I just it's amazing. This is what we're fed up with. This was the year. This was the year we saw it all. We had a we had an incredible economy a year ago. It was rocking. It was going so well that even Republicans were angry. Because Republicans knew, especially establishment Republicans, the Pat Toomeys and the Mitch McConnell's and the Mitt Romney's and the Chris Christie's. They all knew, oh my God, this guy's going to get reelected. He came in and he did what we blabbed about for 25 years and he's not even a politician. How did this guy get in here? What the hell? We've got to shut this down. The people are having, they're getting too much power. The one, the one guy in the last 35 years (laughs) that was picked by the people he's the guy that both political parties want to destroy think about that the one guy the one guy who comes in and says this china stuff this is bull oh i almost said it this is bull poop why do they have better trade deals than us and why are our factories closing and why are people pouring over the border And why is our military driving around in rusted tanks with one tread? The one guy that comes in and speaks like an American. You try to bury him from day one and you bury him with lies. This is where you made your mistake. You see. Because President Trump just got more votes than any other incumbent president in the United States ever. So. I don't care what they say on CNN. Ten plus million more people voted for him this time than the first time. And the first time it happened, it scared the heck out of you. So you want to know why Trump signed that? I, I can't get in the man's head. But I'm tired of our government of us, by us, and for us that we pay for. I'm tired of them holding us hostage. We need to pull the plug. We are in charge. I know you haven't been conditioned depending on where you've gone to college, but we are in charge. So they come to every president, they come to every president and say this, Here's the relief fund for the, for the dying children and the struggling families, Mr. President. Well, what's this other 4,800 pages of garbage? Like millions of dollars going overseas, billions going overseas, and thousands of dollars going to leftist pet projects by dysfunctional college professors. What is that all about? Well, here's how it works here, buddy. You either sign it or the people don't get the help. So the Congress holds... Us hostage to leverage the president. This is why he was reelected. This is why he was elected the first time. Because number one, the men and women in Congress and the Senate make an obscene amount of money for what they do. The ones that don't work, I'm talking about. The ones that work are worth their weight in gold. The ones that don't work, they're just crooks. And they have failed us they have failed us you didn't fail us I didn't fail us the, the Democrats that live in your neighborhood didn't fail us the Republicans didn't fail us the people that we pay to do their job failed us they haven't delivered a budget for how long and the budget's filled with garbage and then when you don't want to vote for garbage they say well don't you care don't you care about the children you're going to create a government shutdown We'll be right back. It's the Rush Limbaugh Show on the EIB Network. Rush is on vacation, and we'll be back next week. And just a reminder, uh, this is the same block of time he takes off on a regular basis. I hope he's having a great Christmas. I don't know how many cookies he's getting, but I ate too many. I'm still dizzy from the sugar. It all started at the top of the show. And I'm not even eating them during the show. It was yesterday. 800-282-2882. So still to come, we are going to break open that report uh, regarding election interference and the facts and the evidence and where you can find it. Uh, I do have a copy of my report on, uh, not my report, it's the report on my Facebook page at Ken Matthews, if you want to check it out there. I don't know if I put it on my Poller account, uh, but you definitely want to read this report. And if you haven't had a chance... To read the 2018 executive order that President Donald J. Trump signed imposing sanctions in the event of foreign election interference in the United States. It is a fascinating read. And some of the most interesting parts are how if you're an American and you helped facilitate this, you are in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. I mean, yeah, a lot of trouble. Yeah, you may, you may want to read it or just send it to your attorney. Uh, let's go to somewhere in the West. This is a law enforcement officer who wants to stay anonymous, but I'm, I'm glad you're calling the Rush Limbaugh Show.
2: Hi, Mr. Welcome. Matthews. It's a pleasure to speak with you.
6: My pleasure. Are you still with me?
2: yes sir yes sir i'm here
6: so what's on your mind
2: so i think well i think what's keeping us together it's for the people it's resolve, and for uh myself and my squad mates it's discipline and i think for everyone above it's just hope
6: very well put what is your what is your take on the the election how do you think this is going to work out and and what's the feeling in the law enforcement community where you are
2: Well, I'm not going to lie. Morale is pretty low. Uh, I think that the, obviously we feel that the people don't really have our support. We're watching attacks on officers increase double-digit percents. The admin staff of our department seems to have their head in the wrong places. And if I want to give you a quick, pretty negative example, we had a call that someone was shooting a gun off downtown. We had an accurate address, had the building surrounded. I was there myself. And then the supervisor came and approached me in the middle of us surrounding a house with an armed person inside. And was like, hey, I uh, know you're a little busy here, but um, make sure that you change your mask out as soon as you can. And I, it sounds like I'm making it up. I, I, I'm not. That's, that actually happened. I was wearing my mask as required, but they just changed the policy. wanted it to be a different color.
6: Wow. Yeah. I believe you. I believe you a thousand percent. You just described the whole progressive left ideology. There's a shooting and someone's worried about doing what they're told with a mask. I can see why your morale is low. Well, let me let me just say this if I can. And I, I know that Russia's audience supports law enforcement beyond your wildest imagination. But most people I talk to Support the military, love this country, and know you and your fellow cops have a really tough job. And we've spoken about it before on this show. Um, And it's it's not just conservative talk radio people that believe that. And I know a lot of you guys and gals listen to us for that reason. But we understand the risk. And most of us have never taken the risk. Most of America has never stopped a car by themselves with four people in it on a highway at 3 a.m. God bless you. Merry Christmas to you and your family. And Merry Christmas to the EIB team, if I hadn't said it enough already. And to Mr. Limbaugh and Catherine, and thank you for this opportunity as always. Rush is planning on returning after the first of the year next week. He is on his regularly scheduled break at the moment. And if you want to share your stories uh, or your well wishes uh, for Rush, just go to RushLimbaugh.com. The Share Your Stories tab has been replaced by special notes to Rush. So if you want to send him a note, he certainly has time to review it this week. And he loves getting them. 800-282-2882. 800-282-2882. I promised, and I want to get to it before I forget it. We have a soundbite of a woman uh, in a... Let's see where she is. Oh, my gosh. She's in a... Yeah, it looks like she's in a convenience store or something, which is, I guess, near a hospital because there's a couple nurses there. So I'm just making that presumption. One woman is in nurse scrubs, and she has a mask on. And then there's an older woman that looks like she's wearing some type of... Uh, hospital administration badge so maybe they were just purchasing something all at the same time anyway we have this woman who is not wearing a mask and the conversation went something like this
3: or more, more there's like 36 people with covid in the icu whenever there's a flu there's only two or three patients at a time in the icu that literally the entire hospital is covid patients mm-hmm. this has never happened and how how, i'm not saying there are i'm not saying COVID's not real i'm just saying i'm not sick i'm not sick and asymptomatic spread has been shown to be a myth so why am i going to be treated like a sick person do you know that there have been fewer deaths overall in 2019 than there were in 2018. look it up fewer deaths overall all they've done is recategorize all the deaths This is not what they're telling us it is. It's a lie. This is a lie. I'm telling you. It's a lie. And everyone's buying it. And it will go on and on and on as long as they feed us this lie and we comply with it. And I am done. Tonight, I reached a breaking point. I'm done. I know I'm not reaching anyone here. I don't care. I'm not putting that on my face. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm a healthy person. I'm not crazy. This is like psychosis. For everyone to put all this stuff on their face when they're healthy is insane. Insanity. Listen, it's the absolute LICT. insanity. Call call Go ahead. They can't arrest me because there's
6: no laws. Gonna... So it usually gets down to when you have that level of brainwashing. Once people have made the decision, I will do what my leaders tell me to do. Once you've decided as a grown adult to wear a mask everywhere you're told to wear it and someone does not have the mask. Because of the brainwashing, in many cases, and I'm going to share this from the book coming up, that I'm going to put, I'll put this on my website, kenmatthewsmedia.com. I have a lot of books on there that I recommend. This is Propaganda, The Formation of Men's Attitudes by Jacques Ellul. Now, the reason I wanted to share this with you is I, I know you already have an understanding of propaganda because... You listen to intelligent, informed content on this show. You're not watching The View right now. So you get that. But this book was written in 1962. (laughs) And it nails everything that's going on. So you have the two women, and they have the mask on. And you can't hear them because of their mask. And then the other woman is like millions and millions and millions and millions of Americans. Believe me. You are not alone. (laughs) Most of this country thinks the lockdowns did more harm than good. You are not alone. She's saying, I'm healthy. Why do I have to wear a mask? This is ridiculous. And then there is no real argument. So the argument usually goes with a leftist. It goes from that to, all right, all right, I'm calling the police. (laughs) It always escalates escalates to that doesn't it have you noticed that trend with your liberal friends or your liberal workers or whatever it there is no debate it just starts out and then it escalates to i'm going to hr or i'm going to the manager or i'm calling the police there's never that point with the liberal where they go hmm you know that's a good point because when you get to that point You walk away from the Democrat Party. And that's why so many people under Trump have walked away from the Democrat Party. Because Trump has been that guy that looks at the stimulus bill, or he looks at the election, or he looks at the mask, and he says, what the heck are we doing that for? Why is that in there? And nobody wants that awakening, especially that small outnumbered group of people that run our country, many of whom are cowards. They don't believe they're cowards because they're so rich. And wealthy leftists that dislike this country, they think that makes them courageous, but it doesn't. Here's the rest of the conversation. This woman is very cool, and I would make this go viral before the new year. Here it comes. Hold on. It's taken a while. That's my computer. Sorry about that, Michael. Michael's the audio guy today. He's like, what's going on? Well, you know what I'll do? I'll come back to it. But she gets into that conversation, and nobody wants to hear it. And, And they don't want to hear it because even now, on the 28th of December, people still have anxiety because the news media... Never reported accurately on COVID. And if they just would have done it accurately, the schools would have never closed. Would there have been deaths? Probably a lot less. What about the economy? The economy wouldn't have shut down. Younger people wouldn't have been terrified. Grown men wouldn't pass me on the bike trail wearing a mask. Which I still think that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. I think it's funny. Someone passes you on a mountain bike. (laughs) Are you trying to knock yourself out? (laughs) Are you trying to faint on your bicycle? All right. And back to the phones we go. Let's go to Warland. Is that Wyoming, Kevin? Welcome to the Rush Limbaugh Show.
5: Yeah, that's So, Warland, Wyoming. This is Kevin.
6: Well, Merry Christmas. Welcome to the show.
5: Merry Christmas to you as well. I love it when you do the show. I think you do a great job. And uh, mega ditto since 91 and mega prayers for Rush as well. He's certainly on, on our hearts uh, many times each day. Yes. So, my question is, is I, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist, anybody with an IQ of over, I don't know, uh, a turnip can look at the the really good sites on the web. I don't know if I should mention them or not, but, you know, uh, Gateway Pundit and, and Lou Rockwell and some others. And it, it's pretty easy to get good definitive information that masks are useless. Everything you have said it is easily provable. The PCR machine is bunk because it's turned up too high. And that isolation, all that stuff is wrong. I know it's wrong, and I can get some people to agree with me, but what do I do? How do I stand up against the, the incredible power of the state to, to put a stop to that?
6: Well, that is such a great question, and as you were talking about that, I was thinking of some other sites, and like the Epoch Times, uh, uh, Newsmax.com, uh, and many others. But there was a study that was just released from Nature Communications, and they studied 10 million Chinese and found that asymptomatic spread doesn't exist. Right. So that, that whole concept of everybody has to wear a mask is fraudulent. But I think to answer your question, we have to make sure enough people with brains see that this was a stolen election. And we have to make sure that on the 6th of January, the men and women that show up from state assemblies and send in the votes and the Congress and Senate that are there in Washington, there's at least enough to stop the steal where we can prove it was stolen. Because that really, you mentioned something about the state. I think once we prove that this was a stolen election, I think people will have a much better understanding of the power of the state. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, this is really, and I think it's all gone hand in hand. I mean, uh, I don't know how it was in Wyoming, but here in Pennsylvania, they used COVID to leverage changing the voting rules. And they just made them up. They just changed them without, the, without our government weighing in our representatives could not decide the governor just said this is how it's going to be
5: we've got it really good in wyoming i just look at my friends and relatives in other parts of the nation and i cringe but in wyoming it's actually pretty decent
6: but i mean you look at you look at new york and my heart breaks for new york and people that live in new york city in particular because up until the beginning of this year i was i would go in and i would guest host for mr limbaugh out of that studio in new york and i love new york i was born in jersey and i would go to new york all the time and when you look at new york how they shut down the economy and destroyed restaurants and gyms and hotels and it it's heartbreaking to see it is all these people walking around on a beautiful sunny day
5: in a mask it's ridiculous
6: so I think that's what we have to do. We have, first, we have to wrestle this election to the ground. We have to get the truth out. And uh, I'm, I'm so glad you called. And those websites you mentioned are great places to start. And I would encourage, when you go to alternative news websites, and this is something that we're very proud of, and I say we, those of us that have started to turn off mainstream news media, we compare all different sites, just like, just like they do at the EIB Network. The, the stack of stuff and the pile of preparation is from all over. And you you try to connect the dots. You try to confirm and verify and reinforce. You don't just flip on CNN and say, "Up oh, must be true. Because chances are it's not. This is the Rush Limbaugh Show. We'll be right back. 800-282-2882. I want to finish the uh, soundbite. That, and I apologize. That was not the EIB sound team. That was my computer. As I was telling one of the sound guys, it, it's from the Johnson administration. So uh, but it still works from time to time. I'm going to play the rest of the sound bite of the woman at the convenience store talking to two, uh, obviously by their apparel, uh, hospital workers. And it, it you know, there was no vulgarity, but she said she's done. She's done with the mask. And they obviously have bought into it. They bought into the mask, what I call illusion at this point.
3: On oh, my face, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm a healthy person. I'm not crazy. This is like psychosis. For everyone to put all this stuff on their face when they're healthy is insanity. It's absolute insanity. Go ahead. They can't arrest me because there's no law. No, I'm a healthy person.
6: I'm- oh, darn it. Anyway, you get the gist. Here we go.
8: Yeah, I would here. love to see what happens. Honestly, just I'm just having. I'm, I'm moving. I'm moving you out a long don't time ago, don't and you're
3: refusing after I'm really offering you something. salts and corkscrew. But I'm really curious to see how are they going to arrest me for so so a law that doesn't exist. salts and a corkscrew, yeah. and you're willing to like yes. risk yes. people's lives. I've re- no, I'm not risking anyone's lives because I'm healthy. How do we know that you're healthy? Fine. look at me no. Do you, do you asymptomatic you, do you, do spread not is me. not a thing they've already shown there is no asymptomatic spread there's no asymptomatic spread I don't have symptoms I'm fine I'm not a carrier of disease this is what I'm saying they're oh, treating yeah, us yeah, like we're okay. diseased
6: she nails it every single talking point the reason I went oh darn it because I thought it was going to crash again but it didn't so I think that's such a wonderful energizing you know you want to talk about and we've been this is a, one of our themes today what's holding this country together women and men like that that think for themselves like she said she i came in to buy a corkscrew and something out at the at the convenience store and and i just i'm just minding my own business and she was and she is and uh for a for the for the record um i don't know about you but i've had situations in stores where i've had my mask on and then if no one's around i want to breathe so i just Take it off or dangle it. And people have confronted me over that. People that are 40 feet away. Hey, your mask is off. And I'm like, how did, how did we get to this point? But she covered the whole thing. And then you got all the talking points from the, the leftist ladies. You know, you're willing to risk someone's life. Look, let me tell you something about the risking someone's life game that the Democrats play every day with every issue. Every issue they have, no matter how ridiculous it is, well, obviously you don't care. Obviously you don't care about your fellow Americans. You're not willing to call men women. Obviously you don't care. You're not willing to burn cow poop instead of fossil fuel. So you don't care about the earth. Look, I want to guilt trip you then, okay? Because I know a lot of Democrats that do this. Every time you're in your car... And you're doing 75 or 80 miles an hour. And I do a lot of commuting. And you're tweeting. And you're not engaged in what's happening. You're risking my life. Or my wife's life. Or a Rush Limbaugh listener's life. So spare me with the, I saw Ken on the the mountain bike trail without a mask. Why doesn't he care about America? Look, one thing I don't do is drive and tweet And do all kinds of things when I'm, when I got about two tons of steel and I'm going 70 miles an hour. You know why I don't do that? Because I could not live with myself if I hit your family member head on because I was tweeting. Now that is a risk to life right there. So for you Democrats that are buying into this ridiculous lecture, look at those people without a mask. They don't even care. And then you have six beers and run a stop sign. It's time for you to sit down and be quiet. Stop lecturing me on medicine when most people that you follow over this mask thing aren't even doctors. Like Bill Gates. He's a billionaire computer programmer. And because he was on Oprah, you believe him? Come on, America. That's what's holding our country together. Thank God most of us have more brains than exist in government. It's the Rush Limbaugh Show. We'll be right back. Got time to squeeze in one more quick call this hour. Lori from Gold Canyon, Arizona. Hi, welcome to the Rush Limbaugh Show.
2: Hi, Ken. Uh, so happy that you're covering uh, for Rush while he's uh, on vacation and uh, prayers to him. But uh, I, And I'm glad that you replayed that section having to do with the uh, woman that was maskless at the convenience store with some medical workers that were Mm-hmm. Um, giving her giving her a hard time, and my question or well statement is, ha- she recognized them as medical workers. They were in scrubs, so if they were in scrubs, weren't they bringing their germs from the hospital to the convenience store?
6: See, that's what I'm talking about. That type of analysis is great, Lori. I didn't I didn't even think of that. And then the shoes and the same thing.
0: I mean, they should have been. Uh, maybe they should have changed before they went out.
9: Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time,
6: 833-995-GOLD. Always nice to see you again on the EIB Network. Rush is planning on returning next week after the first. Many of you know this is his normal holiday break time between Christmas and New Year's. My name's Ken. And uh I love doing the show. It's an honor to be here and I'm grateful. What a beautiful Christmas I had. I mean, it was such a uh you know, it as I get older, Christmases seem to get better. I don't know if that happens with you or you know how some things are better in the past and some things are better in the future and I just uh maybe it's cuz the you know, the kids get get older and I know a lot of, a lot of my neighbors have grandkids which uh that better not happen to me because I have 16 and 19-year-old. So I better not. I hope I don't get the grandkid call next year. Too early. Too early. 800-282-2882 is the number. And we're talking about a few things. The biggies, of course. Uh, COVID update, which we have some great comments on. People are were fed up with the mask because you never explained that they work. You just told us that they work. And that's... Part of the reason we are where we are now. That's the reason. In hindsight, you hear people that made horrible decisions as governors or mayors saying, well, maybe we should send the kids back to school. You should have never closed the school. Because the information was available that COVID impacts people between 0 and 40 the least. In fact, they could probably go on with their day. And then, instead of focusing on high risk, we decided what a great opportunity this would be. When I say we, I'm talking about people in the government bureaucracy, which many are incompetent. Please don't be offended by that, because you know it's true. And if you're competent, then obviously I'm not talking about you. It's just like the post office. I know that the majority of people that work in the post office, they took no part in hiding votes and shredding votes and throwing votes away and pre or post postmarking votes. We know that. We know that. No one's gonna argue that male and I say and I mean this sincerely male as in what you put in a mailbox, not female or male. Because mailboxes, as you know, are transgender. So I'm talking about the mail and the Postal Service. It's, it's a pretty impressive thing when you think about it. When you stop and think about what it is. I was telling my kids this a couple years ago. Because you always hear people, ah, the mail this, the mail that. When you think about it, you take an item, whatever it is, you, you put a postage on it. You put it in a box in front of your house. And then a few days later, it appears in a box in front of someone else's house. Come on. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. When you think about the ability, this is why I think the election was stolen. I just have a hard time believing that seven states don't know how to count. That's that's when you think about it. When you think about what, for example, in my state of Pennsylvania, um, my governor, Governor Tom Wolf, who many believe is like a king, you know. Um, he can tell you to the minute how many people will die from COVID by dinner today. We don't know where he gets it. We don't know how he gets it. No clue. No clue. Yet, yet, he can't tell us how many people voted for Trump in one of our largest counties. That they don't know. I don't know. We're going to figure this out. But I do know how to count invisible virus phalanges or whatever they're called i don't even know if that's a real word but there are so many people involved in the process of our health that either do not care about our health or don't understand our health and that's part of the awakening of 2020 i mean we learned who really cares about our health who cares about our country who cares about a fraudulent election and who doesn't i want to uh Mention this book, and then we're going to go back to the the phones. I want to share this part. I've been I've been raving about this book, and uh, there's two there's two parts of it. There's a lot of good stuff in it. It's it's called Propaganda: The Formation of Men's Attitudes by Jacques Ellul. Okay, and for people who may remember Jacques, he wrote The Technological Society, but the thing that's so fascinating. This is almost 60 years old, this book. This was written in 1962. And I first read it 40 years ago as a freshman in college. So tell me this doesn't fit what's going on over the weekend and today and all year. Modern propaganda cannot work without education. This reverses the widespread notion that education is the best prophylactic against propaganda. On the contrary, education, or what usually goes by that word in the modern world, education, is the absolute prerequisite for propaganda. In fact, education is largely identical with what Elul calls pre-propaganda. Education conditions the minds with vast amounts of incoherent information already dispensed for an ulterior purpose and posing as facts framed as education. He follows through by saying intellectuals are virtually the most vulnerable to all modern propaganda for three reasons. They absorb the greatest amount of secondhand unverifiable information. They feel a compelling need to have an opinion on every important question of our time. And thus, easily succumb to opinions offered to them by propaganda on all issues. Think about your your leftist uncle at Christmas dinner. Think about who, who you don't want to talk to on New Year's Day. They feel compelled and to have a, quote, educated opinion on all issues because... They heard something. They didn't prove something. They didn't research something. They don't have evidence of something. They heard something. Well, you know, I was in the airport having um, some carrot juice, and I was watching CNN, and uh, uh, Don Lemming had a graph up. Dude, that's not research. And number three, intellectuals consider themselves capable of judging for themselves and that's why they need propaganda. They don't want to do the research or the evidence. They just want you to hit them with some stuff and they'll decide. And it could be right. It could be wrong. It doesn't matter. And then one last thing from this book, I would say this should be required reading in college, but this probably will never make it into a college classroom. <laughs> I mean, this, the, I saw it because I have it. And I just started flipping through it again this weekend. And I was like, oh my gosh. This is the very first page of this guy's book. Only in a technological society can there be anything of the type and order of magnitude of modern propaganda, which is with us forever, and only with the all-pervading effects that flow from propaganda can the technological society hold itself together and expand? It operates instead with many different kinds of truth. Half-truth, limited truth, no truth, truth out of context. Even Goebbels always insisted that the Wehrmacht communiques be as accurate as possible. Now, I know this audience knows who Goebbels is, but if you're talking with... Uh, your liberal cousin uh, on New Year's Eve explained, he was the propagandist for Hitler. And even he knew you have to start with truth. You start with truth. COVID is a virus. And it can kill you. That's truth. And then you spin it from there. People died from COVID. That's truth. You spin it from there. You say... Everybody died from COVID. All kinds of people are dying from COVID. I just got an article here from Wisconsin that says uh, they're doing this again. They just don't do it in Wisconsin. They've done it all over the country. Uh, They recategorized deaths. So if you had the flu, COVID. You got hit with a a railroad tie in the eyeball, COVID. You fell off a building, COVID. We had that thing uh, the last time I was on the show. I think it was Kansas City. I'm not sure of the city. Don't quote me. Two gunshot victims came in. And EMT said, hold on a second. I, one of them was dead, by the way, just so you know. This is actually from someone I know. Secondhand, this is from someone I know. One of them was dead. And they said, hold on, because they were m- removing that body, sadly. Let me test him for COVID. This is where we are now. But the whole concept of propaganda and propaganda techniques, that's what got us... To where we are in December of 2020. That, that's why we're here. Because giant segments of our population believe this is the, the black plague. And we, we shut our economy down. We opened every door you can open for fraud to come into our election. Every mistake you can make, politicians took advantage of. Well, you know, since COVID, uh, we should just have uh, kind of an election week. Or just do whatever you want. Do you need my signature? Nope. What about a postmark? Nope. Should I mail it or? Nope. In fact, do you have any dead friends that want to vote? COVID. And we bought it. We bought it. And then what you do with propaganda, you put a layer of enforcement over the propaganda. Now, in places like uh, Germany in the, in the 30s, and then, of course, it escalated to something horrible, but even in China now, you can be beaten or you can be arrested if you don't play along with it. Now, in America, what happens, the enforcement lever for propaganda in America is, you're off the platform. You'll never be on this show again. You'll never work here again. You'll never get a reference again. You could be the greatest employee in the world. And you know, if you show up tomorrow and you say, you know, Hal, I thought Hal would be a good name for the boss in this little tale. Hal, I've been thinking about it. I really think that the election was stolen. Well, you better hope Hal agrees with you, because if he doesn't, you're a marked person. You're in trouble now. Because you went against the propaganda. And this is what most Americans know and they understand. And the reason the intellectual aspect of this is so important, and I called out intellectuals, is we put too much faith in them. We put too much faith in Dr. Fauci. Let me tell you why. He's a liar. So I don't care if you have a PhD or if you're on the Supreme Court. If you're a liar, you have no credibility with me and with most Americans. This has been the great awakening for 2020. I'm Ken Matthews, and we'll be right back. Thank you again for uh, tuning in today to the EIB Network, the Rush Limbaugh Show. My name is Ken Matthews. Who's that, uh, I'm trying to think, the, the short, bald, whiny guy on uh, CNN? Well, there's, there's actually more than, a, more than a few on the... Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mojo. Brian Stelzer, the uh, short, bald, whiny guy on the Clown News Network. He, he uh, has another great quote that, you know, the news media is running with. America split into two parallel universes of information. Okay, now, obviously... Uh, based on the propaganda game, if you're an intellectual, you lean back with your pipe, not that there's anything wrong with the pipe. Obviously, you've got to make sure it's legal what you're smoking in it, but you lean back and you say, well, you know, everybody thinks that. I think you're wrong. You think I'm wrong? Well, no. I want you to step out and ask yourself this question. Who refuses to debate? Which side? Which side is pushing promoting and implementing censorship. Which side is banning you? So you can play that game, and and I think sometimes people rationalize their decisions by saying that. It's like saying, you know, one of the most insulting things I find, and I'm sure you find this as a man or a woman, when people say, well, all men are alike, all women are alike, all college girls are alike, All teenagers are the same. And then they keep breaking it down, and pretty soon it's, you know, every senator does that. Every every president did what Clinton did. You know what that is? That's being lazy. Because you know darn well not everyone is alike. And you know darn well there are great senators, and there are great congresspeople, and there are wonderful teenagers, and there are great men and women, And that's the majority of this country. But if you're too lazy, like most of CNN is, and some of them are just bitter and biased, and I'm sure some of them are compromised, like the rest of the mainstream news media, if you're too lazy to actually investigate, if you're too lazy to have two doctors on, one that's pro-vaccine, one that's pro-treatment, why don't you have a doctor on talking about hydroxychloroquine, And the three other things that have been proven to work, in addition to zinc and vitamin D and healthy and trying to eliminate pre-morbidities and pre-existing conditions, and then have a guy that says you got to have the vaccine. Well, no. This is how you know which pieces of data are ridiculous. Because the person who says to you, you must wear a mask. Well, Why? Because, don't you watch the news? You see, that, that, that's not one of the parallel universes of information. That's a person who's been brainwashed. The same with the election. I'm saying, and I have been saying, from the beginning, when it broke in Pennsylvania and Philly, this, uh, it's an irregular election, then it was a fraudulent election, and then by the time you see the report that came out this weekend, you realized it was a stolen election because of the evidence that is now available. Now, if your rebuke of that, and I doubt it would be yours, it would probably be your your leftist friend that shows up for dinner for New Year's Day or whatever, if they rebuke that by saying, no, that's not right. There are not individuals and firms that are foreign, that own or control all of the vendors involved in this. Where did you get that information? That's not an argument, you see. They may be in a parallel universe of information, but theirs is not researched. It's so frustrating when you send someone... Four different sources, five different surveys, and then you look at Donald Trump, a 74-year-old man who had COVID, and so did Rudy. And I saw Rudy over the weekend. I've never seen Rudy Giuliani this energized. And I don't know if he had time to hit the tanning bed or or if he had a power drink, but I got to tell you, he did not look like someone, oh my God. Rudy just had covid. Is he going to be okay? But that's not enough. All you have to have for some people is a person that they believe has credibility, tell them something and that's it. The research stops. And I tell my friends this sometimes because they say, "How did you find that out or what, you know, I don't have time." I totally understand. Cuz it's not your job. If you're a construction worker, you're trying to keep your restaurant open. It's not your job to download and print out government documents to try to figure out what the heck is going on before you go on the Rush Limbaugh show. We understand. Thanks for tuning in. As always, uh, I <laughs> no, I'm, I'm reading this story. This is uh, a. <clears throat> I get the American military news, um, not because I'm a, a vet, but I just. Uh, I I enjoy learning more about the military, and, uh, and, and it's a different view a lot of times from the military perspective. And I was having that conversation with a veteran friend of mine this weekend, and he was helping me on a project, and we were talking about how men and women who have seen combat, of which I have not, men and women who have seen combat or have served their country in that capacity of law enforcement or military they, it just seems to me, as a civilian, or as the Democrats would call me, just another stupid voter. It just seems to me that they have a more realistic take on things. The the military, I, and 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 that's a definite compliment, and that's why I like reading their take on stuff. So, I subscribe to different. Publications, newspapers, and things like that, and also it gives me a little edge sometimes to see what's going on. Or, and I also like military hardware, the jets and the helicopters, and co- because you know, trapped inside every man is a thirteen-year-old boy that wants to, you know, do all that stuff. So when something comes out, something stealthy or a new weapon, etc. So there's an article in in uh, American Military News today: Unarmed civilians will re- we we. Replace San Francisco police on some 911 calls because let's remember, San Francisco is what? How do I put this tactfully? It's a leftist hellhole. So, <laughs> of course, there's going to be a cop shortage. What person who wants to defend law and order? Or, in the case of the military, swears to protect the Constitution. Wants to work for a progressive leftist leader that doesn't like America. Or doesn't like the military. Or hates the police. I would imagine not many. San Francisco Police Officers Association signed a plan with the city earlier this month. To allow unarmed civilian service providers to handle 17 different types of calls. So not only are they unarmed, they're civilians. And as much as the news media and others trash police, I think it's an extremely tough job. And I do think that additional training is needed in some areas. But at the end of the day, I think most people, because they don't care to learn, they don't know what goes on in this environment. So one of the things here says, uh, it would be better if unarmed civilian mental health uh, professionals responded to uh, certain calls involving, let's see, teenagers... Juvenile disturbances, quality of life calls, um, dog complaints, barking violations. You get, the, you get the gist of it. But every police officer knows, only because many have told me, the, the call that you get that you believe is going to be the simplest call is the one that turns to you-know-what. That's why the traffic stop is the most dangerous. So I'm trying to figure out when, when, little, when little Timmy, with his degree in social work, by himself, you know, maybe, I'm not saying he's a, a snowflake or a soy boy, but maybe he's 30. He's got all his degrees and he has to respond to a mental health teenage situation. What's he going to do if the 16-year-old the comes out of the kitchen with a, with a knife? I, this, is, this is what is so absurd, and th- but this is what happens in a progressive leftist environment. The police have their role. Sometimes they overreach. Most of the time they don't. The civilians have their role. The military has its role. But this whole defund the police, we need less police, we need more people, but, but, but it's too late. You can't put it back in the bottle. You can't do it. Progressive liberal ideas have already set the stage for chaos. Every major city is an example. Every major city run by progressive leftists, you would not want to be in certain places at a certain time. Now, there's no excuse for that in this country. That's third world country stuff right there. Third world country stuff for people who have traveled wherever, and, and the tour guide or your friend says, oh, yeah, we're not going to go over there. Well, why not? Oh, you just don't go there. You just you don't go there. It's just gangs, and it's bad. So we'll stay here by the pool, and then we'll have Paco take us to the restaurant. Why can't we walk? It's a beautiful, oh, you don't want to walk on that road. Well, that is a progressively liberal-run city. That's it. And, and I've said for years, it just... Angers the hell out of me that I got to worry about breaking down in Philadelphia at midnight on a Saturday night. Why should I have to worry? But I have to. And you would too. And the police can explain why. And Chicago and Detroit and Milwaukee and Minnesota and Charlotte and Atlanta. I can continue. You know the ones. And the same with gang presence and drugs and everything else. So I saw this and I thought, oh my god. Another civilian's going to get killed. And then the, the chief says, "Well, this is, you know, this will be a better use of limited resources we have. No, this wasn't the chief, forgive me. This was someone else. This is a bureaucrat. Yeah, this will be the limited resources we have. Imagine though if San Francisco wasn't run by people that run San Francisco. You wouldn't be panicking about limited resources. This is a very undercovered story in America. Because we had eight years of Obamianism, and for eight years, it was hate the cops, hate white privilege, hate people that are successful, hate, 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 hate. And what happened is, for no reason, and many of these people are intellectuals that hate now, well, all cops are bad. Here we go again with the generalizations. That's wrong. That's wrong. So this, to me, has been the other part of the Great Awakening in 2020. I don't think it's a reset. I don't think that Democrats are going to reset anything. I think it's going to be the great regret. And one of the reasons I say that is one simple document the executive order signed by President Donald J. Trump in September of 2018 that basically said, I'm going, to, I'm going to summarize it for you. You can read it. It's on my Facebook page, and I'll tell you what, uh, I'll tell you the order number it is. Where is it? By, 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 it well, actually, the nice thing about it is he was smart enough to incorporate the International Emergency Economic Powers Act, the National Emergencies Act. And the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1952. He even worked that into it. Why? Because President Trump finally knew by 2018 that there's a lot of bad stuff going on. There's a lot of fraudulent stuff going on. So he put this order in play. And he had a handful of people he can trust, because there's only a handful. That's the other thing we forget. I mean, President Trump has to watch his back every day so he doesn't get politically assaulted every hour. But the president is the chief law enforcement officer of the United States. And it's his duty to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. And something that people forget, it's the president's job... As the Chief Law Enforcement Officer and the Commander-in-Chief of the Military to make sure that every state has a fair and accurate election. I think this is the part that everybody forgets. There was a bipartisan uh, report of the Senate Intelligence Committee in August. And it warned... This is August of this year, a few months ago. It said there are known vulnerabilities of major voting systems used throughout the country. And there is a likelihood of fraud and hacking in the upcoming elections. But even before that, as far back as 2014, there were a handful of people in our government. Pre-Trump that saw something's not right with the way these elections are going. And then DHS partnered with the president on this document in 2018. So, nicely put, a lot of what you see happening, the president and other good Americans that want to put America first, both Republicans and Democrats, they kind of knew it was coming. And they have the evidence. And they have testimony. And they have software. And this, I think, is what is going to convince the Congress and the the Congress people and the senators that want to reject the unaccurate and fraudulent votes from the blue states. This, I believe, and I believe you'll agree when you read it, this will cause them to say, oh, my gosh. We cannot, we cannot certify this, 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 or that because of these reasons. The media will not tell you this. The media is too invested in Biden. By the way, he's napping now. It's 2.45. He usually naps from 10 in the morning till dinner. And it's soft food. I'm Ken Matthews. We'll be right back. Where does the time go when you're having this much fun? It's the Rush Limbaugh Show. 800-282-2882. And very quickly, I just want to drive home the point because I've seen a lot of uh, messages and uh, calls that we didn't get to, and we're going to try to grab another one or two here, but uh, people saying, what do we do? What do we do? Uh, uh, Keep the pressure on your congressmen and your senators and your local uh, assemblies in your states. Keep that political, peaceful, we the people Power pressure on them. Do not pressure wash them. That's illegal. Oh, that would be fun, though. But keep the pressure on them. Remind them that constitutionally, if they knowingly certify a fraudulent or inaccurate election, they're in big trouble. So that's why we need to get the evidence to them. We need to stay calm and focused and positive and engaged and informed. We still have plenty of time. I mean, President Trump has done more in less time, believe it. And you know it. Let's squeeze in another call here. Maria from Mildred, North Carolina. Welcome to the Rush Limbaugh Show and Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas to you, too. And I just, when I first heard, and like you said, that guy, Vance, who started out by saying we were getting rid of a dictator, he doesn't get to say that unless he's lived under a dictatorship. And I personally lived under Noriega and Torrijos in Panama. I currently have family under a dictator in Venezuela. And let me tell you, if Trump were truly a dictator, he would have done what they did in Panama when I lived there. They took control of all the press. Only, they could only report things that were favorable to the dictator. And, of course, we know our press is totally opposite. Yeah, he and has no Saturday control. Morning,
6: He has no control of the press.
1: (laughs) No, he doesn't. And then on Saturday mornings in Panama, they would have a three-hour show called in Spanish, Todo por la Patria, which translates to All for the Fatherland. Again, brainwashing the people, brainwashing people. And then they would show their military doing their goose steps, you know, as the show started. And, well, I just wanted to say that unless you've lived that, And, like, right now, my sisters and I are sending help financially to my aunt in Venezuela so she can eat. And uh, when they didn't have power for a month in February, um, this is dictatorship at its best, they had to salt down whatever meat they had purchased because they didn't Mm. want to lose it.
6: My God. So,
1: you know, it just irritates me to no end when when people have never lived through this, don't Mm -hmm. have families that are living it that they have the audacity to call president trump a dictator
6: well i want to thank thank you for calling maria and god bless you and your family and the other thing that i was thinking when you were talking about these horrible conditions throughout the world under socialism and communism and dictatorships is president trump is pro-second amendment and believe me dictators do not want the population to be armed ever i'm ken matthews we'll be right back Thanks for listening to the Rush Limbaugh Show. Rush is planning on being back next week, right after the first, after his holiday break. Uh, Todd Herman is in tomorrow. I call him the Hermanator because he survives as a staunch conservative in Seattle, of all places, which is the epicenter of liberal stupidity on the West Coast. In the meantime, I am going to Remain positive, and I'll share that with you. Remain positive. Stay engaged. Stay informed. And stay focused, because uh, we're at a very exciting time in our country. And although the news media doesn't see it, Americans do. God bless you. See you next time. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping
9: America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country, or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured. And our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless.
0: Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel the Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero.
9: Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes. The families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus... Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans.
0: Donate $11 a month at t2t.org. That's T the number 2t.org. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, govx.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned.
9: GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. Savings for those who serve.
3: Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health.